I got a billion dollar mindset, steady as a flow, navigating all my time spent, letting niggas know. Billion dollar, billion dollar. Hey yo, what is going on? Welcome to the show, Into the Mind. I'm your host, Marlon Johnson, and I'm a parkour athlete turned real estate investor. I spent the last eight years of my life studying mindset of elite performers and applying those lessons to my own life. In my pursuit for success, I've sought out wisdom from mentors who are doing exactly what I want to do in all areas of life. So I've asked that they share their wins and losses with me, and in my search for those answers, this podcast was born. I wanted to share that valuable advice that I was receiving from successful entrepreneurs investors and world-class athletes so thank you all for tuning in this show is for free and my guests do give their precious time to be here so i do ask for something in exchange to show our thanks i ask that the price of admission be you share this if you get any value you go onto your social media you share it with your friends you share it with your family you share it with your co-workers you share it with people in the streets look my goal is to influence 1 million people to invest in themselves and to unlock their own potential and i can't do that alone yo welcome to the podcast into the mind where we break down and analyze the characteristics strategies and stories of successful entrepreneurs investors and high achievers so that we can learn from their mistakes be inspired by their mistakes and lessons and replicate their formula for success. I'm your host, Marlon Johnson. I'm a former parkour athlete turned real estate investor and entrepreneur, and I'm on a mission to become a millionaire before the age of 30 so that I can teach that to my community and teach it to my family. Today, my guest is a guy with a pretty impressive resume. Through hard work, persistence, and his own effort, he became a millionaire before the age of 26, As a real estate investor, this guy has flipped and transacted over 200 properties and has a portfolio of over 60 rentals, or at least the last time I checked. He's traveled the globe as a keynote speaker, and now he's actively studying and investing in cryptocurrencies and blockchain technologies. So get a notepad ready for this episode. You're going to be super stoked. I'm welcoming you to my guest, Austin Rutherford. Yo, Austin, what's up, bro? Welcome back to the show. What's up, brother? Appreciate you having me on, man. Looking forward to this. Dude, of course. So check it out, man. I want to dive into your story a little bit about how you got started with real estate, how you got started with entrepreneurship, and basically learn about who you were before before all of this, before all the entrepreneurship, man. Yeah, man, absolutely. You know, my, my original dream was to go to the NBA. You know, I wanted to be a baller. I wanted to be an athlete. And, uh, you know, I fell in love with the game in seventh grade. Um, graduated high school, went to Arizona to play basketball for a year, um, you know, to pursue college, get a, get a scholarship, you know, go to the league. And when I was out there working out, it got to the point where I like hated basketball. Um, so I never even wanted to touch a rock anymore. So uh, I, I, you know, passed up ba- basketball, you know, walked away from it, started reading books. No idea why I never read books in my, my career prior to that. And, uh, you know, came across real estate and said 90 percent of all people who file a tax return with a million dollars or more on it have real estate in their portfolio. And I was like, well, that's enough for me. You know, I'm going to get rich through real estate. And I just kind of went all in on real estate. Um, You know, it wasn't smooth sailing, uh, but educated myself, read books, took uh, classes, um, ended up buying my first uh, duplex uh, when I was 20 years old and then flipped my first house when I was 22 years old. And I just just been doing it ever since. Bro, that's impressive, man. So, like, you took a pretty hard pivot, right? Like, going from pursuing basketball to just saying, like, yo, I'm about to go after this real estate game and being able to do that at such a young age. I mean, what was that like, making that transition? Because I'm sure your your friends and the people you were chilling with, were they also of that mindset? Were they about that life? Or was it, like, something totally different? Yeah, man, it was uh, it was different. It was tough to get real to. Um, you know, I I got a valet job because like I always had money. I always always like was flipping stuff, just making money, right? So got a valet job. Um, it was the easiest way to you know start making some money. Um, in Arizona where I was playing basketball, and then uh, very shortly thereafter, a couple months once the basketball season ended, moved back to Columbus, Ohio. Um, and you know, I always promised my mother I could get my college degree. So started going to college, taking fifteen credit hours. Um, I took the classes in the evening. Um, so, you know, try to try to save as much time as possible. I was balleting, working 50 to 60 hours a week, um, going to college full time. And uh, I was a licensed realtor too. Um, got my license. Uh, so licensed realtor showing houses and trying to become a real estate investor all at the same time. And, uh, you know, I was working 18, 20 hour days uh, religiously for but the day I decided to invest in real estate to the day I made money was a 16 month process. So I was pulling 18, 20 hour days for 16 months straight. 
And uh, yeah, it was tough. You know, my, my family um, always supported me. I'm sure they're like, you know, is this going to work out? Um, you know, my, my friends would invite me to like go out, go to the bar, go to the club. They were all in college partying, right? So they'd always invite me out and I'd be like, nah, you know, I'm, I'm working. And they're like, what are you working on? You're not making any money. Like, I, I don't understand what's going on. And uh, so it was tough. You know, there's definitely some dark, lonely times. Uh, but then finally, finally got my first deal, uh, flipped it uh, again, 16 months into that process. Um, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt and maxed out credit cards for mentorship programs, uh, made $107,000 net on my first flip. Um, and, you know, literally reinvested it all, all back into the business, didn't buy a single thing, uh, didn't celebrate it all. Um, went back to college, went back to valeting cars, uh, flipped another house about uh, four months later, made about 50 grand. Uh, so I had $150,000 in profit at the age of 22. And, uh, you know, I went to my job. I was like, yo, I'm done. I quit. I went to my mom. I was like, mom, you know, you're never going to see me graduate. I quit college too. And I just, just kind of went all in on real estate. Man. Yo, that's impressive. I mean, first off, the fact that you went so long, you said 16 months. Yeah, bro. Like that is commendable. I'm happy you shared that because I know a lot of people that are like, yo, I've been doing this for two months, three months, four months, six months. Like, yo, you keep going. There's a yeah. mindset that it's like, yo, you don't stop when you're tired. You stop when the job is done. And Thanks. what's crazy is you hit it, right? You got a lick. You got a hundred, a triple digit flip, essentially. And yep. instead of saying like, all right, now I'm going to quit. You still kept working, doing everything else, still working valet, still working school. That's impressive. That's a whole different kind of work ethic because you were doing a lot of this too, like on your own. Did you have a partner in the beginning or any employees? Nope. It was just me. I mean, it, it was to me, like I always had a bigger goal, right? Like I knew one flip a hundred grand was like, it was great. Don't get me wrong. I walked away from closing with a $184,000 check four days after my 22nd birthday. And it was phenomenal. Now like 70 ish thousand, I had to pay people off. So my net was $107,000 in profit. So I had six figures in my bank account at the age of 22. And uh, it was awesome. But like, I, I knew that wasn't going to change my life. Like, I, I kid you not, I didn't go to dinner. I didn't buy a pair of sneakers. Like I did nothing besides put it all back into the business because I knew like that wasn't going to change my life. So, you know, I wanted something to change my life and reinvesting into the business, doubling down and growing an actual business, you know, where I've been able to flip over 300 houses, own $10 million in real estate. We're closing on a $5 million deal here in a couple of weeks. Like that, that's the life changing stuff, you know? And, uh, you know, too many people are short-sighted. They want like immediate uh, gratitude and success today. And they forget about the long term, right? The, the definition of, of like giving up is giving up present value for a future greater value. Like I'm, I'm cool sacrificing when I'm 22, 23, 24. So when I'm 25, 27, 30, like I can live life however I want to live. But a lot of people are just way too short-sighted on that. Bro, I, I, for the people that aren't watching the YouTube, I wish you could have seen what he just did, right? He did air quotes <laughs> around sacrificing. Because you're right, like it's not a sacrifice, it's an investment, right? You don't think about, hey, let me invest in AOL in 1999 as a sacrifice. Let me invest in Bitcoin at 2013 as a sacrifice, right? You know this thing's about to go catabolic in the future and that it's really going to change. So I am curious and I'm going to like, we're going to move off of this, but I'm just very curious. What was it that was in you that was like making and driving this change and desire to really want to see your life go to the next level? Because I mean, I, I think everyone's wishful about wanting to have the nicer things, have a nicer place. Everyone wants it, right? Everyone's wishful for it. But very few people have like that burning desire where it's like, no, like if I don't get this, this is the equivalent of dying. Like it doesn't even, life doesn't exist without the things I want. Facts. Uh, I mean, I think it's a few things, right? Um, you know, I've always like, you know, I have a very close re- uh, relationship with my family. So, you know, they've, they've sacrificed for me to be where I'm at. You know, we, we never came up with like money, but we never went without, you know what I mean? Um, they always tell the story about like they had to sell their boat when they had me and my sister because like, you know, they had to make a choice at that point. So, um, you know, it's it's one to give back to them. Right. You know, I've, I've flown them all over the world, you know, first class sometimes in the, in the five bedroom villas when it's just me and them, you know, in a, in a huge house on top of a mountain. So giving back to them, I've always had that desire. Um, you know, I, I've always been a competitor. Um, I like to win. So I, I don't like, you know, losing and being like beneath somebody. Um, so, you know, a, a good friend of mine said uh, it never matters where your motivation comes from as long as you have motivation. 
I mean, part of my motivation is to win. I have all my doubters, have all my haters, have all the people that screwed me over. Just like, watch me just keep going up. You know what I mean? Um, get on the, uh, the houses, the yachts, the jets, all that stuff. So, uh, you know, giving back to the family, taking care of them, um, you know, competition. And I, I don't know, like I've always just been a hustler since day one. You know, I, I used to like flip Buckeye necklaces, flip candy, cut grass, shovel driveways. I hired people to, you know, make the necklaces for me, broke them off a dollar a piece, sold them for five dollars. Uh, so I just kind of always had it in me. Um, and, you know, it's it's paid off a little bit so far. You know, we got a long way to go still. But, um, yeah, it's just, you know, always one more, I guess. Bro, I mean, I, I love that, man, because like your your energy, like the first time, the night I met you, man, I had no clue who you were. Like, I was like, I never <laughs> saw you on IG, never saw you on YouTube. And like, I was just talking with you and I was just like, yo, this dude is cool as hell. Like, he's like, he's down to earth. He's got it. Like, you've got certain things figured out. No one has it all figured out. But I was like, yo, this guy, at least he knows what he wants. He's very clear on it. Very transparent and just honest about who he is. And like your energy, like it was felt. It was just like, yo, he's here for a purpose. It was intention behind why you were there, which. That's love. That's love, bro. For sure. Bro, I mean it, man. You don't get that with a lot of people. So on this journey now, right, you know, you flip two houses, you've done 300 plus. I thought it was 200, man. That's insane. 300. <laughs> there is a lot in between. And I'm sure it's not just all victory, 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 victory. And most of the time we are going to share our victories, right? Like we do want to celebrate. We want to inspire other people. What were some of the the tougher parts that you were going through? Like, what were some of the most challenging things that you encountered along the way? Yeah, I mean, I think the beginning is one of the biggest ones. You know, 16 months of like zero dollars, like not making a penny, literally hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. I remember driving home from ballet one time. I got off at three o'clock. So it was like 330. And I was like five minutes from home. I was almost home and I fell asleep at the wheel driving. And I woke up because I hit the curb and I was driving on the sidewalk going like 50 miles an hour. And I woke up and there was a light pole in front of me and I was like, fuck. So I swore back onto the road, finished driving home and then got home and started writing handwritten letters to, to get sellers to uh, sell me their property. So like, it was a long time. Like it was a lot of dark times, lonely times. You know, one of my best friends today, like two of my best friends today, you know, told me years after the time, but they're like, bro, I, I literally didn't understand what you meant when you said you were working. I thought you were crazy because you were working for a year and a half and never made a single penny. But like now, now we get it. You know what I mean? So like if my best friends are saying that, like think about what like some other people are saying, you know what I mean? So it's definitely all here, like mental at the beginning. Um, and then once you get started and stuff, um, the growth was a big thing. Uh, it was just me uh, by myself for three, four years or something. And, you know, it was making a lot of money doing it, you know, multiple six figures, seven figures in profit. But again, I was, you know, working 18 hour days, Monday to Sunday. Uh, so it was great, but it was like uh, allowing myself to, to release, you know, I like to control everything. So allowing myself to take a step back and then hiring somebody to, to, you know, come in and help. Um, that was a big hurdle for me uh, because it, it's, once I did it, it freed up a ton of my time um, you know, made more money, had more freedom. Uh, but it, it's again, it's a mental barrier. Like, well, they're not going to do it as good as me. You know, it, it, if I don't do it, it's not going to get done the right way. It's all this, you know, crap that we tell ourselves. Um, and then along the way, like I've lost money on deals before, you know, I flipped a house. Um, my, my lender made third. So I bought it, renovated it, sold it. it. Took me 12 months. I paid my private money lender, all of his principal plus $30,000 in interest that he earned for lending me the money. And I ended up losing $30,000 on that deal. So it took me a year to do it. Somebody bought the house for me and I paid the buyer 30 grand to buy the house for me. Like that's, that's not a good feeling. You know what I mean? Uh, th this morning I bought, a, not this morning, I made a post this morning, but uh, years ago I bought a house for 25 grand, sold it for 325 grand at a $300,000 margin. I thought I was going to make 150 racks on this deal. I ended up making seven grand. You know, I blew $300,000. Uh, from stupid decisions, from laziness, from trusting the wrong people. Uh, but like I've been robbed, not, not like at like gunpoint, but like by contractors, by people. I've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars, by trusting the wrong people, giving money to the wrong people. I mean, this failure is part of the process. You know, so too many people think it's just like smooth sailing, icing on the cake. Like I fail every single day. The only difference is I fail way more than most people out there because I get up and keep going. Uh, so uh, it, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, but it's worth it.
Yo, see, I love that, man. I'm, I'm glad you shared that part because that's one of the messages that really doesn't get communicated as often. And people sometimes just don't see it because, again, we are sharing our highlight reel, right? We do want to sell, share the good times because sure. people want to be inspired by that. And we want them to be inspired by that. Plus, we're excited about it. However, like you said, failures are meant to come, right? Like if you aren't failing, it just means you're not doing enough. You haven't tried right. nearly as much and right. you got to keep going. So, man, like I appreciate you for even tapping into that, right? And seeing how, because I saw that post and I was curious about that, man. Like I saw you say like you picked up a 25K house, sold it for over <laughs> 300 and only walked away with seven. Like my mind was like, how the hell did you, like that's a big margin, man. Me too, bro. Me too. I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right because you when you walk away with those sort of lessons and this is what people you know i was just having a conversation with my group this morning um, where i work with them on their mindset i was having this conversation saying that listen you're meant to encounter hard times the obstacles are there for a reason because when you get over them you actually get two prizes you get the results that you want on the back end plus you now have the knowledge and experience to overcome these sort of obstacles and the people that stop, they lose twice. They don't get the result, nor have they leveled up. So we want the obstacles. I want to be a more capable person with the result on the back end. So you hit the nail on the head, bro. I love that, bro. I love it. Dude. So, I mean, let's look at now you're flipping the houses, doing the real estate game, right? You're doing the entrepreneurship at a, a massive level, which I appreciate. And you spoke about mindset and I got to give you credit for this. You asked me one of the sickest questions that no one ever asked me before you, the very first night you looked at me and you said, when's the last time you looked in the mirror and said to yourself, I'm a million dollar a month, man. And I stood there like, I I've never said that to myself not once. And he was yep. like, bro, you got to fix that. <laughs> like you told, like you told me like, you got to fix that. And like, Every opportunity that I get to walk by the mirror now, I make sure that I say that to myself. I love and it. I make bro. sure that I start to get my mind right. And I'm starting to see how the opportunities, I'm looking at opportunities different. People are, I'm interacting with people differently, right? So it's all about the mindset. So I'm curious, can you talk on like what mindset has meant to you as far as on this journey? Like, what have you done for that? Is that something that's secondary, primary? Like it's an afterthought. Where is it for you? That was primary. You know, it's first and foremost, uh, when I get up in the morning from six to nine every morning, like I'm I'm, I'm working on me because like at the end of the day, you, your, your income will never outgrow you as an individual. So if you don't believe yourself that you're worth 100 grand a year, you'll never make 100 grand a year. Like unless you hit the lottery, that's like one percent of people, like point zero 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 one percent of people. Right. You know, it just doesn't happen. So like when I was growing up in, in business, like I told myself I was going to make 100 grand. Like that was the goal. Right. 100 grand a year. Like I'd be set. And then I made a hundred grand. I was like, all right, all right, 250. And then I hit 250. And then I was like, all right, 500, hit 500, milli, hit milli, multiple millions, hit multiple millions. And like everything you'd say right here, like it comes to life, right? So, you know, I, I didn't say small numbers anymore. You know, I'm saying a number that's very scary to me. There's a check sitting on the wall right there. You know, it's about this big <laughs> and it has my number on it. So I see it every single day. So every single day I see that number and like I, my subconscious starts believing that number, right? And the crazy thing is, is I'm, I'm in businesses and investments and moves in the last 12 months after I wrote that check. And after I continuously told myself these larger numbers that actually have the potential to get me to those numbers. You know, a lot of people are like, y'all want to make $10 million a year and they're flipping single family houses. You'll never do that. Like for you to make $10 million a year flipping single family houses, you don't understand how many net, by the way, like after paying everybody, yep. like you don't understand how many deals you actually have to do or how you're going to make a million dollars a year selling, selling snow cones on the, on the street corner, Right. You got to be in a business, in an avenue, in a lane that allows you to make the money that you want to make, that allows you to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. So that's why I've diversified, right? Like I was just in real estate. Real estate's been great to me. I made a lot of money doing it, but like I'm still in real estate and I'm in a lot of other avenues that can get me to the goals that I want to be. So uh, mindset's everything. Like it's literally the first three hours of every single day um, is, is me and my mind. You know, I journal, I read, I affirm, I manifest. I mean, I got three books sitting in front of me right now on the mirror in my bathroom. Every time I brush my teeth, I got my affirmations there, which talks about how much money I want to make in a month, what type of man I am, how, how, what, what's my worth, right? 
Um, so it's something you got to work on every single day. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, I still have battles. Like, you know, just people see me like, oh, well, he's up here on this pedestal. He's making all this money. Like, we still have the same problems. Like, I, I, I sometimes I wake up and I'm like, oh, man, like, I got to make money. I'm not going to be able to cover these bills, even though like I have all this money. But it's just like these stupid games that we play in our own heads. And we all go through that. It's just how quickly can you get out of that? right? We, we all go there at times. Some people is for a second. Some people is for an hour. Some people is a day, some a week, some a month, some a year, some a lifetime. You know, it's, it's how long do you allow yourself to be in that area and how quickly can you move to, to a positive area instead of a negative area? So um, it's everything for sure. Man, I, yo, I like that, right? Because it's, it's, to your point, it's not saying that it's not going to happen. Like you are going to have some down moments. How long are you staying there? Are you staying down? Because that's a choice. At that point, once you realize like, yo, I'm upset, I'm mad, I'm pissed off, this happened and I choose to stay in that state, that's on you. No one else can pull you out of it. And it's funny, Dom, they uncovered recently Marcus Aurelius, um, his journals, right? Marcus Aurelius was like the great Roman emperor. And in his journal, this was his private journals. He never meant for this to be a book. He never meant for this to get out to the world. You're seeing in it, he's writing things like, man, the bed sheets feel so warm today. I really don't want to start today, right? Like this is the leader of the greatest empire saying he doesn't want to get out of bed. Him yeah. looking in the mirror saying like, yo, I'm not sure where I should lead the people today. Like I, yeah. I, I don't want to do this, right? So he's experiencing those same mental battles and yeah. yet he still showed up. He still performed. He was able to pull himself out of it. So not to say that he didn't have it. He had it, he moved on. So- I love that, man. I love that you have that mindset. And I like that with that mindset, you found yourself in an interesting place where a couple about, I think it's been about a year now that you've been diving deep down the, like the crypto rabbit hole, if you will. And you're doing so from a place of doing well in real estate, which is one where in the real estate space, a lot of the guys, when you were speaking to them, especially some of the older heads, some of the people that are kind of leading the culture, if you will, they were like, yeah, 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 forget that stuff. It's way too volatile. Like, just focus on real estate, focus on real estate. So you were going against the grain comparative to what mainstream in our industry was speaking about. Like, what, you know, why there? Like, why why were you bullish on crypto when the world was saying, like, yo, bro, let's keep buying rentals? I mean, it's not even crypto, right? Like, when we when people do something and then they build a business or they work at a job or whatever, like, they think that's their identity, And they're scared to change that because that's who they are. That's not who you are. That's what you do at that at that moment in time. Right. So like, I believe me, I battled it for a long time about like pivoting. Right. Because I I, like this is me. This is what I'm known for. This is what my brand's on. Like when I make this pivot, what are people going to think about me? And I fought that for months, if not years. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, everyone's going to have an opinion of you. It doesn't really matter because they don't pay your bills. So, you know, do do what you believe in and pivot to wherever you want to pivot to. Um, but you are human. Like, you can do whatever you want to do. So uh, was in real estate, started building a brand and then saw the opportunity with crypto and, you know, still doing these. But um, I'm very deep into crypto right now. Uh, so I, why do I believe in it? You know, I, we can go, we can do a whole day podcast <laughs> on this, but I mean, at, at the highest level, crypto, in my opinion, um, will be everyday use 100% guaranteed. And I think the majority of things period in the world will move to blockchain or NFTs or crypto in some way, shape or form. Um, and there, there's like a, a bunch of numbers out there, but Almost all the numbers say that the cryptocurrency space, which is about $2 trillion right now, is like less than 1% of the investable assets. So you got you to think about this. If you're less than 1%, if you just get to 10%, that's a 10x. Keep in mind, that's a 1,000%. In real estate, the 20% return is good. A 30% return is incredible. And you almost never get 100% returns. In the crypto space, a, a 1x is like that. Like you don't even think about it and it happens. And that's 100%. You know, it's not, we're not even in the same stratosphere. So, uh, I, again, it kind of goes back to what I said earlier. What are your goals? And be in, a, in, a, in an avenue or a business or an opportunity that can get you to those goals. The number that I have on this check over here, real estate can get me there, but it's going to take a long time to get there. Crypto can get me there in the next two to three years. You know, I've 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 been a part of 60 X's 
in less than nine months. 60X. That means $1,000 turns into 60 grand. That means $100,000 turns into $60 million, $6 million, I think. No. Like, I, I don't know anywhere, any other asset on this earth that can do numbers like that. So uh, we got to be in the game. Yeah, no, you know what? I agree with you. And it's actually, it's interesting, right? Because again, you were saying this. I love this. Like when people kind of go against the grain and they do it publicly, like you were saying this stuff on social and a lot of the people still were like, nah, forget that. And now you're watching those same individuals start to say, well, you know what? Let me, uh, let me look a little bit more into it. Can you, can you tell me more? And I remember <laughs> when you were speaking on it, because when you came out to the tab retreat, you ended up speaking on stage about it. And thank God you were talking about it to me the night beforehand, because when you were on stage breaking everything down, I was like, yo, there's way too much information to <laughs> absorb in like one hour. But you had broken down to me the night before, and I got an opportunity to go online, do my own little bit of research, actually buy some of the crypto that you were talking about at that point. And so the next morning, like it was starting to absorb. And I was like, yo, he's making a really solid point. Like this technology does have this, it's going to be insane. It's already being adopted at a mass level, not to turn this into a crypto talk. But I remember saying like, yo, bro, you need to like be teaching about this. And you just looked at me and smiled like, don't worry, bro. It's on its way. <laughs> and like I thought, man, you get like you have the course like introducing people to this, which is game changing because a lot of people they don't know how to get through the noise, right? And there's yeah. so many people on YouTube talking about it, and you're never sure of who you can and can't trust. But you've yeah. done a good job at being someone that's drove themselves into it. You go out and you actively get mentorship in it, you do your own research, you do your own study, and then you bring people back information to just get them started to give them the opportunity to have a foundation so they can go do their own research, which that's valuable, man. For sure. And hundred percent, you know, I think they're in this world. There literally people let opportunity walk them by or walk right past them all the time. You know, there's opportunity knocking it. Mass majority of the population has heard about real estate. 5% maybe are in real estate, right? So everybody knows the opportunities there. But let's say 5% of people are the ones taking action. A lot of people have heard in passing about crypto or about Bitcoin. How many people are actually taking action? In my opinion, I think it's less than 10% of people worldwide that are in cryptocurrencies right now. So again, like if you're that early to something, like what's the opportunity with it? You feel me? Uh, like to me, I don't. So I always have this vision, right? If, if you're in life and let's, let's refer to it as baseball and you go up to, to, to hit the bat, right? And you strike out with three straight strike pitches and you never swing the bat. Would you rather that happen or would you rather strike out with like seven pitches, hit a couple foul balls, strike, miss the ball a couple of times and then possibly hit a home run. But you're actually playing the game. You're, you're, you're in the game and you can actually win if you swing the bat. To me, I'm, I'm swinging every single time. Cause I know how to make money. I've done business. I've been here. I've done that before. So like I'm swinging because I, I know I can go back. This can never be taken from me. My money can be taken. My business can be taken. All that stuff can disappear. Right. But I can make it right back. Cause I've done it before. So in life, too many people that opportunity walk right past them. Man, yeah. I love that. Right. Because you're, you're absolutely right. And I, I recognize that, you know, cause it was something I had to overcome for myself. And as I overcame it, I started to notice and you kind of look around and you see who's still like stuck in that vortex of being like afraid to lose and it's like yo listen like being like losing and not going for it produce the exact same result so why are you afraid to lose you're already living in the result of the loss why not actually go for it way like you said you get the actual opportunity it's not a guarantee but at least you have a chance right and that's something that you know you did i i noticed um i listened to the podcast you did with ryan pineda where you both spoke about getting on social media because you're active and loud on social media now and again people do this thing where they see what you're doing now they're convinced bro austin just like grew up just like a real estate guru a social (laughs) media content creator like the guy just he had it he just had it and you hear that no like you weren't the the most comfortable on camera in the very beginning you didn't want to be that guy that's like a talking head out there but you did it anyway and now if i look at your social media right if i go to your instagram right now I'd be convinced that you wanted to grow up to be on social media because like you do a great job at it. You put out content. It's good quality. The images is good. The um, the actual value of what you're giving is good. And you went for it. Can you speak on quickly what social media has done for you, your brand and your business? 
Yeah, no, I, I appreciate the kind of words. Um, you know, like you said at, at the beginning, like I hated the camera. I, w- I would literally be the one to run to the corner anytime a camera came out or walk by like literally like this and completely <laughs> just dodge everything. So you, you don't have to say like you, I wasn't born for the camera. Cool. I wasn't either. Quit making excuses. Uh, but what it's done for me is like when I started doing it, it's 100% changed my life. I've met a lot of my very, very good friends through social media, been able to make a lot of relationships through social media, make a lot of money through social media, buy a lot of real estate deals through social media, coach a lot of people through social media, make a lot of money in crypto through social media, uh, market research through social media, opportunity, new business. Like it's, it's endless the amount of opportunities that can come through social media. You know, one of my mentors told me very early on was figure out how to stop going one-to-one and start figuring out how to go one-to-many, right? Because if you go one-to-one, your time's limited. If you go one-to-many, you can impact way more people in way less time. What's social media? Social media is one post to many people, right? So it it just, it makes sense, right? The world's going digital. The world's going to these little things right here. We're already spending so much time on these things. So what what do these things mean, right? It means social media, I always say eyeballs is currency and crypto. That's where the world's headed. So if those are the opportunities, why are we not doing those opportunities, right? We're we're in the wrong avenues. Now, real estate's, you know, always been great. It's created a lot of millionaires, always going to be around, still doing it. But to me, social media and crypto are where the new opportunities are right now, or the, the bigger opportunities are right now. Yo, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I want to, because I want this to be useful for people. I want people to get a lot of value at this. First off, think about the fact that you're listening to this podcast and you're not the only one listening to it. Like there's probably a hundred, a thousand other people listening at the same time as you. And if you like this, you're going to be able to share this to them across the world. Whereas if this were old school, you and I, Austin, would actually have to walk to every single person to go and have the conversation in front of them. That would take forever. It would never happen. And social media, sometimes it gets a bad rep. And you broke it down in a really good way where you said, check it out. There's two kinds of people on social media. There's producers and consumers, right? Like, you know, I'm going to let you talk about that, man, because you you broke (laughs) it down in a great way. And I think people need to understand that differentiation because that, I believe, will shift their attitude and their relationship to social media. Yeah, I mean, basically, still, you know, the conversation that we had, there's two ways social media exists in today's world. One is it uses you. Two is you use it. And you're like, well, I'm not on social media. You know, it doesn't use me. All right, cool. When you go talk to your friends, what are they talking about? Something that they saw on social media. Yo, bro, look, look at this. You see this video? If, if it's only two ways it exists, social media exists to use you, which is 99.9% of the population. That's how people run ads. They want to consume all your time, all your money, all your energy, or you learn how to use it. And that's what I do, right? You know, I would not have a social media if I wasn't able to connect with people and make money from it, period, point blank. It's that simple. So figure out how to use social media to your benefit. Tell your story. You know, if you're brand new, talk about how you're going to become a millionaire. That's That was your opening line. Like, this is my journey to becoming a millionaire. That's amazing, right? Use the, it, it's free. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> Like it's not even free. You get paid. Think about this, right? When people like post a billboard ad and they spend, you know, 10 grand to put the billboard ad up to get 10,000 eyeballs on it. Right. I've made one post on TikTok and got 8 million views. By the way, TikTok paid me to make that post. So instead of me paying to promote myself, I can post 100% for free and on most platforms get paid to post to promote myself. Why are you not promoting yourself like why, why are you investing into so many other things and wearing other people's brands and nike and, and tommy hilfiger and all these other things like build you you're gonna pay you the most than anybody else ever will yo someone said it to me the other day it's like your brand is gonna make more money for you than anything else you ever do 100%. it's gonna be 100%. attached to everything and to your point right because i know some people are still thinking about like yo what am i gonna post about like you said share the story guys like i'm a testament of this I'm new to social media in my eyes, right? I've only been on it like for about a year. I've already raised private money. Like I raised my private money came to me for my very first deal before I'd ever flipped the house came from social media. I right? came from when the woman lent me the money and I like stupidly when she just said, yeah, I'll give it to you. And I'm like, I got to know, why are you giving me this money? Like, you, you know, <laughs> I've never done this before, right? Like I had to get it off my conscience. I couldn't like just take that money. And she's like, listen, I've been watching you on social media this whole time. I've been seeing your journey because all I would do is, 
Yo, what's up, guys? Today I made a seller call and I got cursed out. See you tomorrow. Nice. Like I was just sharing everything. And then she said, I can see your character. I trust you. Here you go. And I said, holy crap. She never liked it. She never engaged. She never commented. I didn't even know she was watching. People yeah. are out there wanting to watch, wanting to see you succeed. You're not giving them that opportunity if you're not leveraging the power of the social media. So or you never you never know who's watching. Like it's it's it's, it's selfish of you to not share your journey, to not share your story because somebody else out there struggling, right? I can't tell you how many messages I get like, bro, like I've been following you for six months and I just bought my first deal. First time they ever did anything. I've been following you for six months or 12 months and I just quit my job. I just became financially independent. Thank you for everything you've done. Like you never know who's out there watching you and it's selfish of you to not share the journey to inspire other people along the way. I, I cannot agree more with you. Yeah, man. And to add one last piece of fuel to that fire, this is my favorite thing to help people shift their minds when it comes to, yeah, but like, I'm not ready to start yet, right? I need to go and get the deals first. I need to go make the money. When I make a hundred grand, then I'll start posting on social media. Listen, do you have a favorite artist? Like, I'll even ask you, Austin, like, do you have a, like a favorite rapper, artist, or anyone that you like that you rock with? Russ. Russ. All right, cool. How long have you been listening to Russ? Uh, a couple years. A couple years, right? So you go way back, right? So like if you meet like another Russ fan and they're like, yo, I like Russ too. And they're like, yo, I started bumping him in 2020. You're going to be like, yo, get out of here, man. I've been bumping <laughs> Russ since like back when he was only dropping mixtapes before anyone even knew who he was, right? So you right. had the opportunity to be like a day one fan to be like, yo, I was bumping him back when his stuff was trash. Like, yeah, yo, back yeah. when it was like, y'all don't even know about that. When he was in the lunchroom on the tables, right? You're able to go back to that moment and we're robbing people of that opportunity for us right? We're robbing them the opportunity to be a day one fan, to ride it out with us through the dirt, through the grind, through everything. They're not getting to be a part of that journey. So dude, you're, you're spot on, man. Great, great, greatest piece of advice I got from social media, because most people are too scared and don't know what to post. So greatest piece of, piece of advice that I got is to document and don't create. You don't need to go out there and create all these mixtapes and insane videos and flying in on a helicopter and none of that stuff. You just document what you're already doing. You make a phone call, like you said, post it. You do a deal, post it. You lose money, post it. You fail, post it. You write some letters, post it. You go out to eat, post it. You get dinner with your girl, post it. You go to church, post it. You wake up in the morning at 6 a.m. and work out, post it. We're already living life. Just post and document what you're already doing. That's the journey right there. Yo, I love it. So I got one more topic before I finish it off with some uh, final questions here for you. And this one was interesting to me because when i saw you out of cancun man the ohio boys rolled deep like, <laughs> you guys came out i met one person like yo i'm from ohio that i meet y'all from ohio y'all from i'm just like wait what oh, from ohio like we're in mexico why is like why are there so many people from ohio i'm like yo yeah. do you know so-and-so yeah yeah and i was like yo y'all wait you you all do this together yeah that's crazy so it was cool to see that you as you changed your life as you changed yourself your circle also changed and you now have these people that you rock with you roll with and they're not necessarily your business partners right each of you actually own your own independent businesses doing your own thing so as the traditional marketplace might say you guys can be seen as competitors but that's not the energy that was felt at all I mean can you speak on that like what what's up with that I mean, it's all love. Like a lot of those people that were there, like my brothers at the end of the day. And the cool thing is like with one of them, I'm closing 20 deals uh, with them at the end of December. So like it's it's one of those things, like if, if you compete or do you work together? Because at the beginning of my career, I wanted 100% of a grape, right? Like I didn't want to tell anybody anything. I didn't want to JV with anybody. I didn't want to do any deals with anybody because like I wanted to build my stuff, right? And again, like made a little bit of money, right? But when I opened up to like actually having a... Uh, uh, what's what's the what's the scarcity abundance mindset abundance. when I opened up and actually had an abundance mindset and started doing deals with other people and selling deals and buying deals and borrowing money and lending money like my my income went through the roof but it's it's from actually having the abundance mentality and not the scarcity mindset most people say they're abundant but then when you really talk to them they're extremely scarce like oh yeah you know I'm abundant well, wait a minute you did a deal how much money did you make well how'd you make it where'd you find the deal that's scarcity, right? Uh, so, I mean, it, it's all love. And you got to understand, like, just because somebody, everybody's not the same. Like, I can do things that other people can't do. They can do things that I can't do. So you find a way to work together. 
and make a lot more money along the way. And it's more fun because you got a lot of friends going with you. So to me, I, I don't I, like my thing is like I want to have five yachts out there and all my homeboys on one of them with, you know, five of they people on each one and, you know, be rolling 50 people deep. You know, that's the type, that's the type of stuff I think about. And you can't do that when you got a scarcity mindset. Yo, I love that, man. And I mean, there's stories that we can go into because you told me a couple stories where I was like, damn, like I never even would have thought about that because just haven't had those experiences yet. So to be able to say like, yo, I want to do this, not alone. I want to do this with my friends. I want to do this with good people. That's powerful, nice. man. Like that's crucial. So I hope people are listening there. And hopefully you guys, by the way, like I know we speak fast, right? I'm from New York. Like, I don't know what's up with Austin. <laughs> I don't know why he talks so fast. <laughs> like, but yo, like it's, I'm grateful for it because we're able to get a lot of content into this short period of time. So I want to ask you three final questions. One of these questions yep. is a relatively new question. I don't ask a lot of people, but the other two are my two favorites. Yep. Number one, maybe you have an answer for this right now. Maybe not. And if you don't have an answer for it yet, cool. We could actually get that answer later down the road and come back and revisit. Kind of love when people have thoughtful answers. Um, but, you know, you're about to be at a place where essentially you're going to hit most of your monetary goals pretty quickly. Like, I, I see that for you already. Like, you're going to get to that number. And then there's going to be more things to do. Where do you envision your business and yourself 20 years out? Like, have you thought about that? <sighs> yes. Something I struggle with every day. You know, when, when's enough enough, right? Because there, there's a FOMO on both sides. Like, you know, if it is like I'm, I'm, I'm making phenomenal money. I called one of my friends earlier today. We was talking about a crypto play. He's like, bro, I just want you. I'm, I have eight flights in January. You know, I'm going to speak. I'm going to this mastermind speaking over here. And I'm just moving. And he's like, bro, like you got to understand, like you're already in a position that you prayed for. Like th this is what you wanted and you have it. So like just understand and like enjoy life because like you could be gone tomorrow. You feel me? I had another call with one of my team members this morning. Her grandmother died from a decision that she made. Boom. Sorry. Thanksgiving. No longer here. So like we never know how long we're here for. So uh, it's so the FOMO on that side. Right. If, if you slow down, do you do you miss out on opportunity in the future? Or if you keep going, do you regret not spending time with the people currently and being present with the people that you love? Um, so I, I still don't have an answer for it. You know, I try to be extremely conscious um, and, and be very, very present. Um, and I know, so I just moved to Florida about seven months ago um, in Columbus, where my business is, where I've done, lived all my life. I was in the trenches. Like I was there every day. I was at job sites every day. I was in the office every day. And like, I was just going, you know, coming here, I, I've purposely stepped back and a hundred percent been more present than I have been at home. Um, and I love it. And the crazy thing is, is I made this by far, I've made more money this year than I've ever had. And I was like the most present that I've ever been too. So I think it's kind of a cool thing there. Um, so very conscious of it. You know, my affirmations uh, say, you know, things along the line of, you know, I'm going to make X amount of dollars. I'm going to have 100% freedom. I'm going to spend time with my wife, my two kids, my family, travel the world, you know, experience things. Uh, it doesn't really say anything about like, you know, building businesses, doing this, doing that. It's like, hey, I'm going to have this amount of money and I'm going to enjoy and live life and be present with the people around me. So uh, I don't know if that really answers the question. I think 20 years from now, um, I, completely financially independent, you know, have investments, have businesses. Um, and be able to live life and enjoy the experiences around me. Man, not nah, dude, you you answered the question big time, right? Because it see, I get to see like the trajectory of like where your mind goes, right? Yeah. And it for a lot of people, you know, you've seen this, right? They don't know that they can think bigger, right? Sure. There's a lid on just even the thought process. So as you share that, someone I know they're out there like, holy crap, like, damn, like literally, like they're hearing it from someone's mouth right now who's already been to the top of the mountain. That they're trying to get to like there's someone that's looking at your mountain saying like i want to get there thinking that's the end to only to find out holy crap there's another mountain on the other side of it you know yep. you got to keep going so it's like so think, it's like chasing the horizon right like that's the goal and the crazy thing is when you get halfway to the goal there's a new horizon you'll never actually reach that goal you, you can never catch the horizon it continuously moves farther and farther and farther away so like don't measure yourself on not being at the goal measure yourself from where you started because where you started to where you are now is a massive leap, but you're looking too far into the future and you're not enjoying the present. Yeah, I love that. And I want to reference something back to the, how you started off this podcast was saying the amount you were working in the very beginning, right? Like yeah. you, there's a part of you that loves the hustle, right? And maybe yeah. it's not going to be forever, but there's a part of you that respects the hustle, respects the game, and you enjoy the process, right? You enjoy the result that the process produces, but you also know that the process must be done right? Chasing after the dream 
isn't only about getting the dream. It's also about the chasing after the dream. So, dude, yeah, man, that's going after the horizon. So (laughs) check this out, right? You, everyone, I believe, does a lot of reading. I know you do a lot of reading, man, like, because books are like one of our first mentors. It's a gateway into being able to think bigger. Can you name no more than two books, right? I know you've got a lot, no more than two that were complete paradigm shifts, right? You read these books, picked them up, and it never was quite the same again. And I don't want you using Rich Dad, Poor Dad, because at this point, everyone needs to already know about that book. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wasn't even going to say that. Uh, It's a book that changed my life. I was 18 years old. Uh, It's a book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, It opens up your mind to the possibility of actually creating whatever you want in life. You got it on your desk. That's dope. I got law of success, like the thicker big brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Think and Grow Rich completely, 100% changed my life. Um, and <laughs> do a shameless plug. My book, From, from Valet to Millionaire, it's the 10 things they don't teach you to become rich. Um, so it's all mindset shifts that I had to go through to become a millionaire. Um, so yeah, you know, that book. If you want to go to theaustinrutherford.com, I'll send you a copy for free. Oh man, see, it's crazy because I was literally just about to say for like the first 10 people that DM me like your book, I'm about to like buy them a copy of it. You just, have, you just gave it to everybody for free, man. Like, oh, that's love. <laughs> that's sick, man. Well, yo, that's that's amazing, right? And I love that, right? You took the time because that's the thing. That's what I liked about you the most, man. You really took the time to share, right? Like I did not know you from anybody, and you were just like sharing knowledge, sharing value, and I could tell that like every word that came out of your mouth, it had this intention behind it of like, yo, I want you to like I'm sharing this not just to hear myself talk. Like, I'm hoping you pick up on this and you implement and you continue to grow because I want to go do cool stuff and I want to do cool stuff with cool people. So it's like, yo, do it and meet me over there when you're done. That's cool stuff, man. So here's my final question. And this one's one of my favorites. And I low key, I'm going to end up writing a book one day on everybody's answers because I I get some really cool answers. So let's imagine tomorrow morning you wake up and as you wake up, you're, you're coming to consciousness and you're a blank slate. You don't remember anything. Like you don't remember the businesses. You don't remember the hustle. You don't remember the books you've read, the friends you've made, the good times, the hard times. You don't remember any of it at all. Now you're not freaking out. It's not a saw movie. You're not like scared for your life or anything. You know, you're in a pretty safe spot. And as you start to like blink your eyes into consciousness, a thought starts to come, right? This like this little thought bubbles up. And for whatever reason, you accept it as utter truth. There's no doubt. There's no hesitation. You don't question it. You just take it and you begin to run with it. You just begin to work with it, right? And it doesn't have to be about business. It doesn't have to be about, what would you want that thought to be? That very first one. Ah, so knowing nothing. Um, See, that's tough because like I'm, I'm framing it about my current position today. Right. Uh, I mean, like the, the first thing that comes to my mind is kind of we talked we touched on it a little bit earlier. I'm just so um, intrigued with finding out and being at peace with where I'm at and with myself. Um, you know, I, I think it'd be something along the lines of like, you know, I love me and I, I have 100 percent thorough confidence in myself. Um, because like that, that's what gets you through everything else. You know, when I, when I truly became confident in myself, which was about two and a half, three years ago, like, I, I feel like I can take over the world. And so loving, loving yourself, you know, being at peace with you at all times, no matter who you're with, who you're in front of, what rooms you walk into and loving yourself. Um, you know, I, I think that can get you anywhere you want to be, you know, that's relationship, that's money, that's business, that's family, that's friends. Like you never feel little to anything and you just walk in with confidence and that that can inspire a lot of people around you. So uh, loving yourself and utter confidence within yourself. Bro, I, I love that answer. You're, that's actually the very first time I got that answer <laughs> like that. So like some people, sometimes I get repeat answers, man. That was the first time I got that. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the book because I want to hear the other answers. Yeah, I got you, bro. <laughs> so First off, I got to say, thank you for coming on, right? You took some time out of your day to to be here, to share with myself, with other people. So I appreciate you immensely for that. For people that are now like, because I knew, again, for you, 
for me, you were brand new. I had no clue who you were. So that means a lot of people in my audience might not have any clue who you are. Where yeah. can they go and find you and connect with you now that they're like, yo, this dude is cool as hell. Sounds like I got to do a better marketing job. No, I'm playing. Um, but <laughs> you, uh, you, you can connect with me uh, Instagram at Austin Rutherford official on Instagram. There's a lot of fakes. So make sure you're at Austin Rutherford official um, YouTube, Austin Rutherford and the Austin Rutherford.com as well. Awesome. And for anyone that's listening to the podcast, if you go into like the description, I'm going to have links to all of Austin's pages. I highly recommend you check him out and you give him a follow. There's a lot of people on social that, you know, put out garbage. Austin is not that you can seriously learn the game for free just off of his social media alone. So go plug in, go tune in, connect with him, reach out if you're in his area, if you're in his market. You're buying deals up in Ohio still, right? Up in Ohio and in Florida. Yeah, Columbus, Ohio. So, I mean, we're, we're buying tons of deals. If you got any deals, Columbus, Ohio, uh, send them to me. We're, we're definitely buying them. And if we buy a deal, I add you to my coaching program for free on top of paying your assignment fee. Come on now. Like, I don't know where else you're about to get that, where you get the assignment <laughs> fee and you get mentorship and you get connection to it. Like finding a real good buyer is one of the harder parts of like the whole wholesale game of real estate in general. Sure. Austin's a real buyer. Austin will <laughs> tell you straight, like, yes, no. And if he tells you no, there'll be a reason why, like, hey, I'll do this better. Look at this next time so you can be better prepared for your next endeavor. So sure. Austin, that's freaking valuable as hell, man. I appreciate you bringing that value to everyone today. And again, I appreciate you for being here. If you're ever out in, I'm over in Phoenix now. I'm over and just got out to Gilbert three weeks ago. If you're ever out this way, feel free to reach out. You got a place to stay. Absolutely, brother. 100%. Appreciate the opportunity to come on and share. Dude, of course, man. Okay, guys. So I really hope you enjoyed that interview. Once again, I ask that if you receive any value at all, I mean anything, if one thing stood out to you, leave a comment below. Let people know what that thing was. Let us know what it was. We do read all of the comments and absolutely share this with a friend. That is how we help each other, okay? The best thing you can do is pass on knowledge and information that's helping you grow. Send that out to your friends. Help them grow. Build your network and build your power team. Let's all get this together. So I want you guys to click that share button, click that like button, subscribe. Make sure you're here for the next episode. And remember that the greatness is already inside of you.